Foodies Rock with Leslie Chesterman on Show 97.7. An expert's guide for what to put in your mouth and where to do it. Exactly 7.12. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, Terry. How are you this morning? <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. good. I stayed up late watching the Democratic debates, and I oh, went to bed you? very, very late. But yeah. I'm like a flower this morning. Uh, don't know why. Okay. I don't know why. Well, six hours good. of sleep can do that. You All should right. know. Full six. <laughs> you should hours. know. Uh, six yeah. hours of sleep. Exactly. Exactly. Nicely done. But um, I have a, a fun topic today that was yeah. totally inspired by a post on Twitter by a fellow who goes under "Shut Up and Eat Montreal." His name is Jason, uh-huh. and he just casually asked, "What was the Montreal restaurant yeah. you miss most?" Yeah. And I think he has, you know over 80 people now chiming in and i i noticed that you posted i did i i thought it was so, an interesting topic and i i just i wanted yes. to throw in my two cents as it were and i knew what they would be before you posted them did you i know you that well <laughs> well i knew i of course i knew le Madis olivier because we actually oh, ate there together boy. before it closed yeah. and i i i agree with you wholeheartedly on le Madis olivier that's one of Montreal's all-time great restaurants. And uh, Mike Bossy Steakhouse, we discussed together because, for me, they, it, it was the steakhouse with the best salad in Montreal. Yeah. And, you, you know, a and lot it of, was a, just fun. Yeah, a lot of people don't remember it. It's in that old, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful yeah. engineering building that's... Uh, yeah, after Mother Tucker's. Uh, yeah, yeah, after Mother Tucker's. Yeah. And it, and it and uh, Mike Bossy, hockey player and uh, philanthropist and... and and a television commentator now, and highly unlikely restaurateur, ran a really lover, great, obviously. yeah, really yeah. great restaurant. It was, and it was kind of, and you go up in all these big rooms, and I, I remember reviewing it. I think I gave him three stars, and yeah. uh, I, I loved it. I just don't think enough people knew about it, and yeah. it's kind of a strange name, like what, like Guy Lafleur Rotisserie, Mike Bossy Steakhouse, <laughs> yeah. like all these hockey player names. Yeah. But it kind of, it's funny because I sat there and I saw that post and I thought, wow, I've eaten in so many restaurants. But I'm, you know, for all of us who really have been here since we were kids, yeah. what are the restaurants? Not just that close that we're like, oh, I really miss that place, but like, what are the restaurants you're like? I really miss that place. And yeah. then a tear starts to, you know, <laughs> dribble down your face and you're biting your lip and you have to leave the room, you know? Yeah. So I, I started to get, I thought, oh, I'll do my little 10 list. And I, I couldn't even reduce it to 10. Okay. Because I'm almost, I'm, I'm like at the point now. And this, I don't want to sound old because I hate this. It's not no, no, just no. about nostalgia. These no. were truly great restaurants. And I think I'm at the point now that there were more Montreal restaurants that closed that I love yeah. that are open today. Also, cities evolve, and we understand that things change. Restaurants close everywhere. Yeah, that, you know? and and we get yeah. that. It and it's yeah. but it's it's nice to to look back and and remember. <laughs> Yeah, and I think also for the people who didn't know, I'll just name off some of mine and why I miss them. It's not yeah. just oh darn it. It's like there was a reason why they were so important. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna start off. Well, they were yours, of course. That uh, you know I agree with totally. And I just you know there are also some like Chez Delmo, Le Caveau, which were kind of old school French restaurants, and I miss them because they're old school French restaurants as much as I miss a restaurant like the Contiki that I went to once in the <laughs> 70s because it was so crazy and like, yeah. there's nothing crazy like that anymore. I mean. Yeah. There was literally like I think there was dry ice in your drink. There was you, know? like, you could it was get crazy. you yeah you could get a drink and a giant coconut or a giant pineapple and and it would bring it to your table, and it, and there would be smoke coming from it. There'd be smoke coming yeah. and and and, every, and everybody at the table was smoking and every, it was like Mad Men <laughs> restaurant. It was yeah. like crazy and yeah. everybody it's just anyway. There's like everybody's 
so much more politically correct, but yeah. the Contiki was the crazy restaurant. Okay, now, just like more seriously, the Latini. Now, the Latino, Moreno yeah. de Marchi was the owner, who really even brought all great, I mean, I hate the word authentic, but he kind of changed Italian food in Montreal. The food became much more like what you'd find in Italy than this kind of American or Canadian Italian food. It was really a grand restaurant with, it was super expensive. Women didn't always get treated that well by the waiters. There are reasons that it closed, but it's not because of the food. The food was excellent, and it was really a very important restaurant in the history of Montreal. So, too, La Cantina, which had much more a kind of uh, North American food, but it was just like really something out of Goodfellas, like all the way from the bombs in the yeah. parking lot <laughs> yeah. to the style of food. It yeah. was like, and I love that place. And of course, I think it burnt down and blew up, <clears throat> whatever. <clears throat> so, on to the next topic Swenson's, which was like the ice cream parlor that you went to next to the Lowe's Theater oh, on yeah. uh, St. Catherine Street yep. near Mansfield, I think, which was just like amazing, massive uh, Sundays and like. There's nothing like that anymore. Franny's. Everybody's like, where do I get a piece oh, of cheesecake? Yeah. Franny's on Monkland was the place you tell everybody to go get cheesecake because it was so good. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that one. Okay, one that comes back often, and I agree totally, is La Paris, which was a great little restaurant on Ontario. Oh, man, did and they make a great cheeseburger. I, oh, like my the God. best, like the yes. luxe hamburger I ever had. Yes. And you could get a great bottle of wine for $25, <laughs> yeah. and you'd line up to get in, but it was fantastic. That really is missed. One I really miss that somebody mentioned was hot and spicy at the Faubourg, like back when the Faubourg was kind yeah. of a happening place. It's happening again, but it, there was kind of that very dark area. Um, hot and spicy had like great Szechuan food that was all made there right in front of you, gone. Uh, totally different restaurant, Leal. And the, the reason I loved Leal for anybody who got to go there, and it closed already about 15 years ago, was that it was really a formal French restaurant that you'd actually feel nervous in when you went. You're like, you, you'd have to have a jacket. or you. It was so French, but it was so good. And it was really like you were like out of a, like, Kind of out of a Louis Jordan movie. Yeah. You're like in yeah. Gigi. Yeah. Not even, yeah. It's not like, oh, I was in Paris. I was in Paris 100 years ago in that <laughs> restaurant. Great restaurant. Um, oh, like this is one that's killing me. Spagatata on Laurier. It's like the best restaurant to go have like really good pasta after hours or just like because it was open all the time. Mm. It was always full of Outremont people, families, like Wow. And now the owners, one of the owners now owns Limayac, which is a lot more expensive. But Spagatato is like the Outremont restaurant. Amazing. Um, Lake Caprice de Nicola, a great little formal French restaurant that on Drummond. Just beautiful, classy French food, quiet place. Just elegant, wonderful chef called Nicolas Jongleau, who ended up sadly committing suicide, who was just brilliant. Oh, and boy. those my nights there with like some of the best in Montreal great restaurant called Mediterraneo, which is was on St. Lawrence near Milton, which was like the first of its kind. It was exciting. It was glamorous. It was like this sexy restaurant at a time when the main, like I don't know if I miss Mediterraneo or I miss like when the main was really happening around there. Uh, there was a great restaurant called Luna. There was a great restaurant oh, called yeah. Boulevards. Like when people, there was the Shad, you know, there was De Salvio's. Those were a great heyday, and it's not overrated. It really was as great as everybody said. Um, a restaurant called Hotel Herman that was near Fairmount and St. Lawrence that just closed a few years ago because of problems with the landlord. They were like such a cutting ed edge uh, restaurant, like really the one to look at to see the way cuisine was going. They had to close. 
and like I walk by all the time and it's still like covered in graffiti and boarded up and uh. I'm like, man, this is so sad to see that place went because of a greedy landlord who has not even rented out the space since. Oh, um, the Troika, which is like the original uh. Montreal decadent. Things happened at the Troika that will always stay. It was like the Las Vegas of Montreal in one in one building. And amazing Russian food, shots of vodka, yeah. forget. Like, had, it was just cool. They had vodkas from all over the place and great chicken Kiev. Oh. And I went in there one night. Oh. I went in there one night years ago with Ted Bird. I said, let's, let's go into Troika and have a Kiev. And the two of us oh. sat at a table. And the guy came around with the violin to serenade oh. us. And the Birdman said, not now, pal. <laughs> we don't need oh. that. At the accordion. That, that was what, yeah, it was old, 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 old school. Oh yeah, and then yeah. they renovated it. It was so glamorous. And one time, like the the guy with the accordion and the violin came to my table and they're singing. My sister looks up. She goes, "Oh my god, it's my Russian teacher from McGill." I mean, just crazy. Uh, another like I'm like really seriously upset missing Orchide de Chine, which oh, yeah. I George Lau and Ava Lau that restaurant closed because they were tired. And I get it, but every time I go by, I just like whoa, that was my family restaurant. My kids loved it. I loved it. Lalu, don't even. I can't even talk about this a long time because I'm just going to have to grow off and cry because I don't know what's going on with that. But the space is kind of. They were renovating it. It's closed. That was the most beautiful, romantic, wonderful restaurant in Montreal. God, like I don't know what's going on there. But could we please find out? My number two is Lux, which I again. Yeah. You're gonna be okay. The first time I had French fries with mayonnaise was at Lux. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Yeah. I'm I'm getting verklempt. <laughs> and my number one, and this is a weird one, but I gotta say my greatest memories of Child of Montreal, I like Crepe Breton. Oh, uh, you know what? A I never... crepe restaurant. Yes. There were four locations you never went. Yes, I never. I don't think I ever went to a crepe Breton. Uh, maybe wow, I, maybe well, I didn't. I forgot. I don't know. You know, there was like a big stand, and a woman was making these crepes yes. the size yeah, of yeah. you know a boat, and then she pulled <laughs> them up, and and not like a because there's another great family yeah. restaurant, and like you could have crepes. So I mean, were there vegetarians back then? I mean, I and um, and there's like lineups, and there's a lot of atmosphere, and it was warm and cozy, and it smelled like hot maple syrup. And the thing is, the crepes were amazing. Yeah. I've never had one as good since. Oh, I can't take it. There. <laughs> I'm gonna go cry in my I'm, room under my covers. I'm gonna ask somebody to let me know of the. Uh, you may know, it, uh, late at night, at uh, when I say late at night, I mean early in the morning on Crescent Street, there was a crabby old woman that used to make burgers in the basement on the uh, the east side of Crescent Street downstairs. And uh, this was like 1983, 84, 85. And I don't remember oh. the name of it, but I miss that little joint too because you could go in there for a burger after you came out of the bar at 3 a.m. Long time ago, <laughs> and she made a great That's burger. I don't me. remember what it was called. Um, right. uh, yeah. I mean, there's too many. But yeah, there like, there are too many. Yeah, yeah, but there are like reasons that they were great. It's not just like oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great, yeah. like atmosphere, food, everything, and bang, gone. You know, places like Chez Gauthier on uh, yeah. or the Patrie Belge that just sit. And the worst ones are the ones that sit there empty, and it reminds yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Every time you drive by, not that there exactly. aren't great restaurants now, but that was a fun ah, look there back. There are a ton yeah. of great restaurants now, but these were yeah. different, and I think everybody would agree, like. You know, yeah. it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. All right. All right. Um, I hope you're going to be all right, Leslie. Thanks for uh, walking us down memory lane. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye.